Hello, happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Rivals of Waterdeep. Uh, today is Chicago Pride. Yes, yeah. yeah. happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. to be a Chicagoan. <laughs> um, you might notice that we have two players out today, uh, Carlos Luna and uh, Brandon Dennis? Dennis. Yes. Dennis. I did it. I did it. I almost said Stenson. Well, he would probably respond to that right now because I think he's inebriated. Because he is at Pride. Yes. (laughs) He is very proud right now. He's very proud. Hiccup. Hiccup. Yeah. uh, To get us started, let's go around the table and introduce us. Introduce ourselves, our pronouns, and our characters' names. I'm yes. great at intro. <laughs> yes, we, we will introduce us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- this is us. Uh, and oh, I'm Sharif Jackson. I play Shaka, Tiefling Warlock, and both of our pronouns are he, him. Hi, I'm Tanya. I play Lisa Stario, your ever grumpy and often bewildered paladin, uh, who's a human most days. <laughs> pronouns are she, her. Clearly, we have a case of the giggles today. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's my turn. Hey, guys. I am Cicero Holmes, uh, and I play Perrin Underbow, your halfling bard. Both Perrin and I's pronouns are he, him. <laughs> and I'm the DM, Serena Marie. My preferred pronouns are she, her. And as always, our show is sponsored by D&D Beyond. Tanya, what's D&D Beyond? D&D Beyond is how we manage our character sheets, all of our inventory, all the cool things we get to do is how we run our campaign, basically. Notice there are no books on our table. We could have books, but there's only so much space. Yeah. So if you, too, would like to use D&D Beyond, you can use the code RIVALS19, all in caps, and save 20% off except for bundles. That's correct. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And also oh, our fancy for, dice. Yes, our yes. fancy dice. You should talk about our fancy dice. <laughs> Look at us yeah, passing yeah. the so, <laughs> so we each have a uh, dice tray with some cool, cool dice in it. And also, I got some other dice. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I don't know if they can see I don't know that. if you can see it, but it's, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, in Indian Rosewood and uh, Obsidian. Where are uh, those dice from? They are from Level Up Dice. Level Up Dice, you said? Level Up yes. Dice. Oh. I have leveled up. Oh, we have really? all leveled up. Yes. Yes. With yes. the Dysomancy program, right? Yes. yes. With the Dysomancy program. So um, we have been tweeting out links uh, to, to, to this program. And if you click on our link, then it'll help to get us points so that we can... Le- le- level up as well. It shows appreciation to the uh, show and to level up dice. So make sure to support us there. Right. Yes. And Thank as you cool. can see, I've got a level up dice problem. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and most level up dice. Yes. I, I don't know if uh, Raphael's watching, but this is entirely his fault. Raphael, <laughs> of take this. This is your fault, sir. Both for Wormwood and level up dice. Yes. Love, <laughs> love our dice. Love our dice trays from Wormwood. Yes. Or dice vaults. Our dice, our dice trays dice, are dice in vaults. Yes. yes. Dice vaults. Uh, I, I'm still a newbie, so oh, yes, I don't vaults. get the term, terminology correct. I'm like, My wood fault. thing, container. Yes. Uh, I think I said tray as well. Yes. Vault. Lord. Uh, y'all, so are we ready to do a recap? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's recap the recap. It in. Okay, so previously on Rivals of Waterdeep. Whoosh. <gasps> What happened? Too much. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Too much happened. 
Yeah, let's let's get into it. I was a doll. Yeah, yeah. So so Shaka was a was a uh, was an action figure. He was like. Yeah, he was very posable, very wooden, <laughs> and very posable. You were essentially the Shaka version of those drawing dolls. Yes. Oh, sweet. You know, like, yes. you know. exactly. I was definitely thinking more Pinocchio. Uh, like, I was thinking more like the animated cartoon Pinocchio. Is what I was uh, yeah, there were no strings. No, no, strings. no strings. strings. But you um, had like ball joints and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, a life what, Were his fingers. Ball? Opposable. Ooh, interesting question. Now I would say yes. Okay. I would oh. say that they were like they had that articulation. The articulation. To them. Yeah. Oh wow, you were. A, I think so. You're a high price yeah. action. Figure. I think so because um, uh, Dirty D was playing. I was like playing chess. Yeah. Yeah, that's playing right. Chess yes. with yes. So I had chess to, with Dirty D. I had to be true. able to manipulate those pieces. That is right. that is correct. That and, is correct. And you turned into a doll after um, the creepiest doll, in my opinion used command on you yeah. walked you over and just started uh turn like turning you into wood yeah thank you for failing on my saving i throws. truly so i was Absolutely like all right well let me roll this twice and <laughs> <laughs> we'll see and it, it was so low and i was like well <laughs> i tried <laughs> i truly did so um perrin perrin had a problem like Perrin, Perrin got dark. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. Um, you know, Perrin often gets dark yes. sometimes. But uh, yeah, Perrin um, was. I think he was kind of taken aback by the fact that he was scared in the previous episode mm-hmm. while praying next to the praying doll. Mm-hmm. You were who, compelled. Who to... I was. Yeah, yeah. Perrin was compelled to to pray, and uh, because he was so frightened, he decided to go to the deep end, and he mm-hmm. said that. Uh, he told that he told the dolls that they should fear him now, mm-hmm. and he like disintegrated them. Right. Yep. Yeah. You hit um, the robed one so hard um, due to like both you and Salisa's damage. Right. Um, that you destroyed the soul coin inside of it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And what did you? What was your PU again? Um. Yeah. So, uh, you just bow down to the prince of the underworld. Prince yeah. of the underworld. Of the underworld. Yes. Yeah, prince of the good. underworld. Yeah. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very that's terrifying. also kind of a, a big claim. Yeah, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> With a paladin in your party. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Well. You know, some, <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes drastic measures must be taken. <laughs> It's like the North. Salise will remember that. Right. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Salise, you really like... uh, I I remember having the damage for the the baddies, and you hit one of them for like 74 points of damage. (laughs) It was just like... You just popped open. It was like like when lightning hits a, a log. Yeah. Because it was one flame strike and then one like searing smite, mm-hmm. and basically it was lightning damage. It was just like a lightning, a lightning bolt has struck this doll, and that's actually kind of creepy. So good because it was the perfect storm. It was like your lightning, it was smoldering, and then your like final blow, and it just disintegrated. It was pretty epic. It was dust. It was dust. Yeah. Uh, and then um, you all found the mirror. Yeah. 
With a tiefling inside. Yes. Yeah, it's like a prize in like a, a cereal box, right? Like, <laughs> that's a little creepy. <laughs> and then I had to like do the Field of Dreams catch to not let the vial shatter. Yeah, well, that was after Perrin, was of course. Good. Perrin found it. Oh, yeah, he Perrin found the vial. Yeah. And uh, Perrin was going to, there was like this gooey sap-like substance oh, within, yes. <laughs> within, the, uh, within the vial. But, but also in the vial, inside the sap-like substance, was a figurine mm-hmm. of a tiefling. And Perrin decided to open it. And I guess, I think Perrin was going to sniff the sap-like <laughs> substance. <laughs> First mistake. But, but once he opened the vial, uh, he was immediately sucked in mm-hmm. to yeah. inside the vial... But then inside the mirror mm-hmm. with the tiefling. Yep. And then the vial fell on the ground. Didn't shatter or anything because Perrin was really close to the ground. But when, I guess, who had it? Uh, Rin had yeah. it. Rin, Rin had it and was going to throw it into, throw the vial into the mirror because he had intuited that the, is that a word? Intuited? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Intuited, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, that, no. Celise. Picked it up and got the stopper back in. Yeah, so right. she just that's the right. Entire yes, right. Yes, first. And then, <laughs> and then I gave it to Rin because he right. was the only magic user left. Right. And as we were all figuring out, Rin out of like nowhere was like, "We should check the library." Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> Rin good. Was like, oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah. books, learning. Yeah, books. and 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 then I think he rolled a nat twenty. I he think did. he did. So he figured out he had to throw it, but yes. but hit, then he fumbled. But his throwing, his, yes, was, yeah. uh, that throw was yes. not, not great. He, he crit failed and, and on then, execution. I tell you, t- <laughs> talk about a great visual while watching a show. I imagine Rin fumbling something and like. Tanya the person diving <laughs> right. to catch it. I, I just totally saw that in my head. Oh my god, someone please yeah. draw that. Yeah. Dreads, dreads flowing yeah. behind yeah, I, her. I, I, tol- yeah. I totally saw that in my head. Like just in, throw the in, shield. Throw right. the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Celise caught it um, in, you know, say hey, like just the best approximation of a, a wonderful baseball player mm-hmm. uh, that, that Solis is. And and then Solis managed to succeed where Rin had failed in throwing the vial into the mirror. What I liked about that was um, Solis, um, and she is not a very dexterous character, right? Correct. So Solis was like, got really, really close <laughs> yeah, she was to like, the I'll mirror. just walk up to it. And <laughs> I'm like imagining like you like, power punching it. Yeah, that's what through. I thought. So just so it like shatters at the same time. Oh my god. Which is hilarious because I just spent most of the weekend playing Samurai Showdown. Oh <laughs> yes. Sweet. Um and as that um, Hansel. <laughs> as that magic broke out topples Perrin and a strange tiefling name tiefling named Ophelia. Yes. Yeah. That with the F or PH. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was her deal? Ophelia is old. Yeah, yeah. She... Ophelia worked with Vadra. She mm-hmm. she uh, came from Blackstaff Tower um, to come to Troll Skull Manor to figure out exactly who the baddie bad bads are here. Um, and uh, had been gone for 10 years? Yeah, she said that she had been trapped inside of the mirror for 10 years. Yeah. And um, the last thing she remembered was... Um, 
being um, like working with this man named, and now I understand why everyone yeah, was confused. Yeah, everybody thought it was Merrick from, uh, from two seasons ago. Yeah, everyone, I was like, why are people so confused about this? <laughs> but um, there is another NPC named Amirik, M or A M I R K, who uh, had the house, killed the owners of the house, and had been posing as. Um, the owner and letting her live there. Yeah. Yeah, and she, uh, I think she, like, fell in love, like, like, she was studying, like, prophecies, mm-hmm. and, like, he was, I think he was one that was either, his, like, prophecies were, like, coming true, I think, mm-hmm. so she went there, I think she fell in love with him, or was, sedu- something yeah. that I guess we might find out later. She said um, he groomed her. Yeah. Uh, and now. And, yeah. and then, like, she found out, I, I think she realized something was going on and tried to get away. She and, was uh, enraptured by Americ. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> In a very uh, creepy way. In a yes. not very good way. Yeah. Kind of like how I said it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how like, you said it. Like, so. <laughs> you know, in 2019, can anyone be enraptured in a charming way like that is just inherently i think the a word. creepy a creepy word for the for the 21st century that like, like no one is enraptured with someone and has done it by their own volition really <laughs> like i feel like someone has manipulated you huh. into being enraptured enraptured yes. I, it just reminds me of bioshock yes and then i'm oh. like everything is just bad yes Ooh. right oh. is is andrew ryan an npc yeah uh, oh, I mean. you know I'm is just it, kidding. Right. Is America Big Daddy? Who knows? <laughs> Big Daddy guys. Hey now. Hey now. Anywho. <laughs> Perrin, would, Moving would, on. Would, would, you kindly, would you kindly give me some gold? Yes. Uh, and yeah, so um, Ophelia, she needed some, I forgot what it was. She needed something. Mm-hmm. She needed her, um, her belongings. Yeah, and apparently her room it was Duo's new office. Yeah. So, so... All you guys <laughs> went in there and just started tearing up the floor. And we found yeah. a false floor, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Dirty D, I think he nat 20 or something crazy. <laughs> he just, was just like bashing. I just feel like it's the same type of adrenaline that you hear about when like a mom lifts a car to yes. save her child. Yes. Yeah. That was the force he was going through in the room to yeah. save you. Yeah, uh, I, I, I kept hearing like the $6 million man. Like, yeah. Was, like, yeah, I was imagining... Um, if you guys remember the Street Fighter 2 arcade, there were these like interstitial bonus missions in between the fights, and one of them was whoever the character was was punching a car, <laughs> and you guys would just be punching the car oh, yeah. and just destroying the barrel. pieces oh, of the car. And that's what I was imagining. Yeah. But what about was, the barrels, though? There were barrels, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a barrel one where they it was fell always like, down. I always felt like I was E Honda when I had the barrels. Ooh, yeah. ooh point. <laughs> Um, but uh, that's a great visual. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, is that your hunter hand slap? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a rub. Yes. It's just a rub. <laughs> like no, a Stop. No. Anywho, so uh, no. um, Ophelia was able to find her belongings thanks to the uh, the punching and. Yes. Didn't Rin like punch through it? Yeah. Or was it Dirty D that like punched it so hard? Oh, 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 oh yeah, that's right. what it was. Yeah, Dirty D punched it so it. hard that he punched through the fake floor yes. and the um, the real floor underneath. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, um, except for Perrin, yes. Perrin is like, no, thank you, yeah. um, worked to peel back the, the floorboards. And uh, you received, or Ophelia received, 
all of her belongings that she had stowed away and um, ran to Shaka's room and did a spell. Yeah. Yeah, and then the show ended with me gasping. Mm-hmm. It was totally like, it, it was like a TV cliffhanger. Yeah. It was like, <gasps> and then it went to credits. <laughs> yep. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yes, um, and part of the spell, um, if you remember, it um, she needed someone to... Um, oh, yeah, their blood or something. She, blood life magic. energy. It was... It was like life magic. energy. Kind it, of. it was magic that involved blood. It didn't involve blood. I think blood. she said life energy. It, life, but it was life energy. Life energy. Yeah. She needed something from Robbie. And um, on, on Robbie's arm was a, a creeping... Um, rooted... It looked like almost like a tattoo had been seared into his arm. Mm. So, are you ready to dive in yeah yeah okay oh wait wait i actually one, one more one, thing one more thing yes so so rin rin uh oh. somehow made up that he had two daughters yes yes that is true. Uh, he told leaf like, yeah like like he told leaf he had two daughters yes. and then leaf said he also had daughters that he forgot about because they got old well they didn't forget about them they just got older yeah because yeah, yeah, he's a ghost yeah yeah they just got old uh-huh. uh and then he, yeah, I think he, he told us that too. Or well, well he said it well, to someone. Well, I was we were, a doll. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. We so around, yeah. I, I just want to bring that up because that was pretty hilarious. Yes. Was it like Rebecca and Elizabeth? Yes. Was that, yes. Or was it, yeah. Yes. Oh, I forgot <laughs> he named them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rebecca. Yeah. The, yeah. Because apparently, from two episodes ago, he like overslept because he was partying with uh, Foxborn yes. and mm-hmm. uh, Gary too. Yep. Um. So. Yeah, just just wanted to mention that because that was I couldn't stop laughing when I was watching the video. I like that he just panic lies. Yeah, it it was a panic uh, lie for sure. Yeah, it was a panic lie. Oh my gosh! All right, right, uh, let's dive in. Yeah. Yeah. It has been two weeks. Two weeks since the incident in the library and the meat room that has since been boarded up by Duo and two weeks since Shaka was reanimated by the help of Ophelia's magic and Robbie's sacrifice. The magic left a blackened root mark on Robbie's arm. No matter how hard he scrubbed it, no matter what they tried, the mark seemed permanent. Duo told Robbie about a healer just outside Waterdeep, not wanting him to go alone and to make sure his son Gary too had a well-rounded education when Rin decided to go with him. Ophelia has decided to stay at the inn while she retrieves her memories about the house that seemed just out of her reach. So because we did a time jump, I'm going to ask all of you in two weeks, in a seemingly quiet two weeks, what do you think that your character has been up to? We'll start with you, Sharif. Hmm. Uh, Do I remember? So one uh, character question. Mm -hmm. When I was the doll, do I like remember? Was I conscious so like, do I know what happened? Yeah. So you, time? as you were a doll, it felt like you were looking out a window. You didn't have control of your body. I was in a sunken place. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Kind of, nice. yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. okay. So you, you were aware, but um, there was nothing that you can do about it. And, and it, you were trying to speak and trying to move your limbs, but... It was just like you're watching a movie. Oh, get out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, so I'll say that uh, Shaka, at first, he thought that um, 
it was kind of a joke when Ren was saying that you have to clean. Mm-hmm. But Shaka's kind of taken to it. Like he's kind of like, I want to help Duo and Ravi make this place actually seem cool. So I think I've been like going out and purchasing cleaning stuff and actually like coming up with a plan to do this whole spot because I know that I don't think anyone <laughs> else is going to help me. I mean, they might, but I'm, I'm going to do it myself, this whole huge manner. Okay. Uh, so I've been kind of like, you know, I have like, you know, I've been, I've, I've been using my like map skills to kind of map out the whole manner mm-hmm. and like tr- try to make like a schedule, like on this day, I'll do this on this day, I'll do this Okay. and c- kind of planning out the uh, best way. So in, in doing that, I'm like visiting different areas of the manor and like trying to see the level of squalor that that, <laughs> that they're in. So uh, let's let's see that. Um, so it is like a sunny Wednesday afternoon. Okay. You and Duo are in the main room where um, the dining room table is. But instead of a dining room table, it is um, a large large section of parchment Mm -hmm. and duo is trying to recreate what he believes is the um the layout of the house if he's dictating to you the layout okay and where you're drawing it yeah sure okay so uh there's this room uh next to the kitchen that's like a cupboard room okay yeah yeah that's where we can keep all your cleaning supplies if you want to keep them there okay uh do you have any cleaning supplies any extra ones by the way uh so before you got here, uh, Robbie and I, we were trying to make our own cleaning supplies because he's like a, a druid and stuff. And like, um, I figure ghosts like dirty things. So we were just like smushing together some herbs outside <laughs> okay, and like um, okay. mushing them with the hose and stuff. Okay. Okay. Great. Druid chemist. <laughs> um, okay. Um, well... I don't know if I can do this on my own, but I do want to re- really help y'all um, g- yeah. get get this place clean. Um, so what what would you say is the dirtiest? Oh, the dirtiest, the dirtiest room? place. Yes. Oh, it has to be the the room where I just like have been throwing stuff inside of it. Like, because I wanted it to be nice before you guys got here, so I have like a junk room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Where Where is it? It's uh, it's in the. I'll mark it on our map here. And um, duo is pointing down into like the, the where the kitchen is mm-hmm. it's like okay it's like in there but it's downstairs okay from there not near that uh library though no 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 oh, no, 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 no. That, was, that was upstairs no okay. it's, it's like a cellar area okay yeah. okay so you've been throwing stuff down i just been just throwing it down the stairs honestly just throwing it down the stairs <laughs> yeah i just open the door Desks. and i'm just like <laughs> just pushing it down there so oh, okay. i don't even know what's all down so there you haven't been down there okay Nuh-uh. All right. Well, I will. Um, I might need some help with that. I might need a flashlight, and because uh, there's probably a lot of bad stuff down there. Yeah, I'll need a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, get, I get it. A, f- a flashy light. For a flashy you. light. Yes. Yeah. I like yes, that. Light <laughs> that flash. Yeah. You know, AKA casting. Do you want to go down there now? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's head down there. So as uh, you and Duo head to this, uh, the, through the kitchen, open. Uh, what looks like a, a pantry door that leads down, you see it lined with, um, it's just blankets, um, some chairs. Um, that's what you can see in the doorway. The rest looks dark. I'm going to jump now to Celise. Okay. What have you been up to? Uh, Celise has been trying to kind of 
get herself together because the whole weird doll thing slightly mm-hmm. traumatized her. Uh-huh, yeah. Because even though Perrin annoys her, it did rattle her a little bit to see him at legit scared. And she's been, like, in her own subtle way trying to, like, kind of keep an eye on Perrin out of actual concern. She's not going to smite him yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, but she's also been trying to commune with this ring. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't yet told anyone about the ring. And she did those kind of like weird looks, especially if she does this suddenly. Because mm-hmm. every now and then, like you're you're having dinner or something and the ring just like wants your attention. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, can I eat in peace? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your day. It's like, <laughs> I'm eating around other people. They can't hear you. They're going to think something's wrong with me. And I'm lonely. You're lonely hanging around my neck. Okay. <laughs> um, but like for the last five days, suddenly the ring is like clammed up on her. Mm-hmm. And she's also been exploring the house and she found a space, not where the junk room is, mm-hmm. um, but like this spot that's hers. And she seems to be the only one who can find it. So it's like her spot to like be left alone. Because whenever she's in a room, no one ever lets her have any peace. <laughs> right. And so as you were exploring the house, you wander into um, the tavern area. And you notice, um, one, that it is it is such a quiet place in itself. Um, it's old. It's dusty. But under... Um, in the tavern area, there is there uh, where they would keep large like casks of hello phone um (laughs) sorry everyone um (laughs) where they would keep um supplies Mm -hmm. and uh tools and other like casks of wine that just need to be out of light and so you found this place through the tavern um essentially that you've kind of made into a little um private workshop would you say yeah yeah um and you're trying to listen to the ring or how, how does that work um, so Celise likes to work, like to work on things before her adventuring days and before mm. losing Mal. And so she would like make like little things cause it, she found like a functioning lathe and like scraps of wood. And so she would just like sit down and whittle things and just kind of like try to clear her mind in case the ring felt like talking to her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she would just sit there and like kind of touch the ring and be like, Hey, you there? And the ring just was like, nah, nothing. So she can't quite figure out what the ring is trying to do or try to convey because mm-hmm. she's try she keeps trying to remember the le- what it told her about doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and she's just now she's even a little frustrated because she's like, "What did I do? Like I've been, did I not talk to you at the right time?" So yeah. she's just very, she's wondering like what it is, what it is to make the ring either talk to her again or. Did she learn the lesson the ring wanted to convey? And like, why did the ring start talking to her? Okay, so as you are um, sitting at the workshop, I can imagine that you have the ring on your workbench Mm -hmm. and you are staring at it and trying to figure out um, what to do. And you remember what the ring told you about how... Um, items, how items have a spirit or a um, a type of magic to them. Every t- thing um, has energy based on the previous owner or um, how it was crafted. So you are um, 
concentrating so hard and trying to to tune in and and channel this uh this energy to connect and you when you remember that this ring this ring is is a part of me it uses my energy it i'm i've imbued this ring and you are staring at it and um uh like a glowing warm yellow light uh starts to form around um your your hands that are um encircling the ring mm-hmm. and for the first time you feel connected to objects to things like you you have a flash of everything does have a heartbeat around you and i'm going to let you take one level of artificer Ooh, sweet <laughs> yes yeah so at that when the glow starts does the ring finally like go aha you got it it goes oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so so you were playing sick on me huh what don't what me you're part of me i am a part of you so I, but I, I couldn't tell you when we could have saved ourselves five days here ring <laughs> No, then you wouldn't have been here. You wouldn't have tried, would you? I, but you're the one to stop talking to me. Well, yeah. Well, sometimes you, like, sometimes you say you need alone time. Maybe I just needed alone time, too, if I'm a part of you. Hmm. (laughs) I'm just imagining the look, like if the ring had, like, eyes and a mouth, it'd Uh be going... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. I want to tell the others about you, but it's weird because no one can hear you but me, and they're going to think there's something wrong with me. Well, they're your friends. They won't think anything's wrong with you. And yes, plus, I'm really cool. You can tell them messages from me. All right. Maybe at dinner I'll tell them about you. You you will? You'll, you'll tell them about me? Sure. And just see what happens while not literally see your ring um but i'll tell them about you at dinner just don't make me out to be a liar oh i would never well if you just sit in my hand and don't do anything they're gonna think i'm i've like i've fallen off a cliff shall we say okay well how about this we'll come up with a signal right so like you tell me what you want me to do at a certain time so like do you want me to like tip or <laughs> roll. <laughs> Jump out of my hand, I don't know, or light up. Light up. Okay. Do you Maybe not like do. lighting up? I the only time I lit up is when you lit me up. I can't light up by myself. Well, I can, but only you can see me. Okay. Just like move in my hand or something. Ooh. Put me on the table. Okay. That's that. It'll be the. You just put me on the table. I'll take it from here. All right. <laughs> um, and now we're gonna jump to Perrin. What have you been up to for the last two weeks? Well, uh, Perrin has uh, been deep in thought, and and uh, so again, so Perrin's been kind of shaken yeah. by by being frightened, um, and he he felt some things and and kind of heard some things when mm-hmm. when he was in that trance and he was sitting there praying. 
Um, and it and it shook him to the core. Yeah. Um, so he's been taking some time to uh, contemplate what all of that meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, he when he talked to Leaf, Leaf talked about how Troll Skull Manor was a place that was the happening place in the northern part of, of Waterdeep. So, um, and Perrin endeavored to make it one of the happening joints again. Yeah. Uh, so in a way to kind of distract himself, Perrin has kind of been preparing a set to reopen Trollskull Manor oh, wow. uh, and also canvassing the neighborhood to let people know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so there were two things that Perrin was doing. And, and when we first got to Trollskull Manor, uh, Perrin went up to the rooftop to kind of survey the scene. Mm-hmm. So he, he's been returning to the rooftop and just kind of sitting up there by himself, looking out and scouting where he's going to go to speak to people, but also taking that time to think about what has happened, uh, what he should do now, and, and where, where, uh, where he's going in the future in yeah. like an existential way. So... I imagine the scene is um, you are sitting on the roof where you had been before and you're gazing out at the skyline uh, of Waterdeep. And uh, next to you, you hear a, hey, hey, what's up? Well, uh, hello, Leaf. How are you? Oh, this is a beautiful view. My gosh. Yeah, I can see everything. Oh, that's my tavern right there. You can see it? You yes. see it? Well, yes, that's exactly. It's kind of the reason... That I'm up here is to see who we can get to perhaps revisit the tavern. Oh, like, yes. like you're going to invite your friends to my tavern? For uh, a performance previously unheard. That's amazing. By the one and only Perrin Underbow. I knew I knew I had a good feeling about you when I met you. Um, a lot of people um, they say that they're gonna do something, but a lot they maybe not follow through. But but you actually want to make my tavern a good place. Precisely, Perinandabu is. If he is anything, he is a man of his word or a halfling of his word. That's awesome. Um. Do you do you want to help me like clean it up and decorate it too, or is are you just are you just talent booking or that's like, totally fine if you are. Uh, I can I can talk to uh, I've only talked to two of you so far so. He's a writer. Yeah. <laughs> well, generally speaking, Perinandabo does not take into manual labor. He has an unseen servant for that. Mm-hmm. If you would like, I could perhaps use my permanent underling mm. to help you. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's oh. just, it like breaks my heart how it, how much it's fallen, you know? Well, sometimes things fall so that they can rise anew. That's profound. Yeah, wow. Oof, my mind is blown right now. There are sometimes 
parent is full of profound undulations. The word undulations is just like not a good word though, right? No. Well, no. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a creepy word. <laughs> it's a creepy word, but uh, it's a word that, you know, sometimes it fits. So why up here for you? Well, as a halfling, the world is always very large. I'm always looking up on it. This time, well, I should have said peering up, but uh. Uh, yeah, I'm always peering up on it. Let's rewind it. Mm-hmm. I'm always peering up at it. But up here, I get to look down upon it. And it is something that I rarely get to see. So up here on Trollskull Manor, there is nothing higher than this. So I get to see it all. Uh, Leaf takes what you said in and looks at you and says, yeah, a new perspective. I, I don't even remember what it's like to leave this place. I don't, I know every part, every bit of Troll School Manor, but I, I don't, um, I can't leave. So my perspectives have been the same for a very long time. I think for many people, they live within their own Troll School Manor and their own perspectives. Holy crap, the Troll School Manor of your heart? That is correct. Whoa. The Troll School Manor of your body, of your soul. Wow. I think, I think we're going to be best friends. I think, I think, uh, you might be, he pauses and he looks at you. You might be the, the, the one. Yeah, you might be the one. I'm going to, and he linger, like he concentrates on that, and he kind of says something under his breath, looks at you, and we're going to jump back to Shaka. The basement. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I imagine that it is very hard for you and Duda to both just get down the stairs so you can survey the room and clean it. I'm going to say that at this point, you have made it to like the bottom, um, the bottom floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to actually, um, are there like sub basements? So there, the way I see it is, um, there's troll school manor right here. Mm -hmm. This whole thing that has a basement. Yes. Connected to it is the tavern. The tavern has its own basement. Yeah. Ah. So it's like a, you travel into the tavern. Uh. How it's written in the book is they're completely separate buildings. But I've smushed them. Yeah, smushing like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe they're sub basements. It's the weird house. Um, so you uh I'm gonna have you before we begin, roll me um two dexterities or two um athletics. Okay. Okay. Oh, just does it have to be athletics? Okay. Um, athletics or just a straight dexterity, whatever is. Okay. 
easiest for you. That sounds better. Is that better? Okay. <laughs> oh, not good. Okay. Oh. Oh, no, that's good. Uh, all right. One is a eight. One is a 21. Okay. So, um, so as you and Duo are trying to move, um, I, I want to say like just like a longer chair, mm -hmm. um, you're able to swivel it so you get space. And so with your 21, you're able to um, avoid tripping over this long uh, chair. But as you your momentum carries you past it, you actually run into the corner of a, a chair that has been turned to its side. So the oh, leg ouch. and you um, just get a four uh, damage. Ouch. Like, like I roll yeah. a D4, or I take four. I already did it. Yeah, you take ouch. four damage. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I don't have any band-aids for you. Are you bleeding? Let me see it. Let me see it. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to show it to Duo. Uh, <laughs> good, that's and, probably and, a good idea. And, and, and like, I'm just going to say, uh, let's just keep on going. It's just a little scratch. Come on. Come okay, on. Let's okay. just keep going. Um, and so I'll just hold this against you forever. That's all. What? <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, probably. <laughs> if it was an accident. I didn't even do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Just a grudge. That's all. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm going to, uh, well, first I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to try to see if I can turn this chair mm -hmm. so that it's a little bit safer. Um, yeah. so do I have to roll for that or can I just, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll for it. <laughs> Death by chair. Fail in the chair. Uh, okay, what uh, modifier is that? Dexterity too. Yeah. Something else. All right, that's a nine. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say that um, because you know the chair is there and it's a close quarter space, you're not dealing with the momentum of you jumping over a thing. Mm -hmm. You are able to successfully um, maneuver it yes. away from you. Okay, good. If you rolled anything under a five. That chair would have murdered you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, he, first he becomes wood. Now he's right. a chair. No, right. I, just no. <laughs> I, I thought I've mastered wood. I'm no. a master of wood. No, I guess not. No. Um, <laughs> so I'm just like, see, duo, that's how it's done, man. Like, like you got to make sure that you can stuff things down here for sure, but you got to make sure they're a little, they're a little safer so that you don't bump into them and hurt yourself. Okay. Thanks. You're, you're really smart. I don't know if I tell you that anytime or all the time, but you're like really smart. Oh, thanks. And thanks. he like get he crouches and gets kind of close to you with his like snout. And he says, you're probably the smartest one. Don't tell anyone. Oh, well, I wouldn't say that, but I appreciate you thinking that. Can Salish just happen to walk by and hear that? <laughs> <laughs> You're like making eggs in the kitchen. And you hear. Yeah, yeah. No, man, we're, we're all strong in our own ways. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all good. Um, you, 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 you know, I used to play this. Uh, I'm really good at stacking furniture because I used to play this game. Um, it's a tiefling game oh. um, where you have these uh, blocks <laughs> and uh, uh, one person basically drops them from the sky and you kind of have to arrange them so that they all make a line. Oh, yeah. I would have a game like that. Yeah. It's called Tent. Twist? Tiefling Triss, actually. Oh, that's uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tiefling Triss. So, you know, you you might not have heard of it, but, no, you know. No, I mean, I know the name I of it. I thought but... it was called Tief Triss. 
Teeth Triss. Teeth Triss is the bootleg Teeth version. Oh, Teeth Link Triss okay. okay. is the <laughs> official version, not the Tingen version. Oh, not, the heads out there. Uh, <laughs> not the Tingen version. Not the Tingen version. the official version. Yeah, y'all are smarter than me. I'm like, Tant Trist. <laughs> That's a different show. Anywho. Hey, all I know is that Joe got it, so I'm happy. Right. <laughs> yes. Joe totally got it. Uh, so, Oh gosh. Uh, okay. I can help you do that. Um, I'm going to have you, I'm just making you roll a lot. That's I'm sorry. Fine. Um, roll me an investigation on the room that you're in. Okay. All right. That is a 21. 21. So you see a lot of the furniture in this room and a lot of the objects in the room look very old it, it is apparent that duo had um perhaps replaced some pieces um and as you're kind of figuring out how to stack all of this furniture together you you find um like a a big chest mm. like a large um wooden it has a gold um gold bracings to it and the carvings on the top of the chest appear to be like a rose thorned like figlery okay oh shaka loves chess uh, i'm running to the chest uh, <laughs> I'm, You're just, just I'm, sprinting. I'm sprinting oh, shaka, wait. <laughs> i'm sprinting to the chest for sure and like i want to i want to see what what else is going on here okay uh i'm gonna try to open the chest Okay. Well, wait, but it's it's like covered in rose thorn, like you said. Well, no, it's um, des- like carved. Oh, a design. In, so okay. is it designed? It's All about. Right. Is it like a key? Sorry, good. Yeah, it looks like it is. Um, how I'm trying to figure out, like three feet by three feet. Is that a thing? okay? Small, small. So chest. it's a small chest. Okay. Um, but it looks like it has a. Uh, roll me an investigation on the chest. I'm gonna give you too much. Mm-mm. All right, 19. 19. So it looks like there is a definite keyhole in the chest. Um, Yeah. Tiny key. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. uh, Then I'm going to, well, first I'm going to ask Duo. Hey, 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 uh, Duo, did you notice this chest while you were smashing things down here? Oh, yeah, that's that's a junk chest. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That means I couldn't open it, so I threw it down the basement. Okay. Uh, Did did you get a set of keys when you... Oh, no. uh, I'm assuming you bought this place through legal means? Define legal. (laughs) It was nobody was here. Like you talked to the previous and owner. And so I put a flag on the top. <laughs> okay. And they said it was mine. Okay. <laughs> no, I got a deed. I got a deed. Okay. Um, good Good for you, dude. I did. Good for you. I, I indeed got a deed. Mm-hmm. Good, good for you. Um, okay. So, um, well, if it's uh, th- that small, I'm going to take the chest. Okay. Um, and I'm going to kind of put it near the stairs because I want to bring it back upstairs when we, uh, when we leave the... Uh, the uh, basement. Okay, as you um, grab the chest, I need you to roll me a Constitution saving throw. Oh! <laughs> you didn't learn anything from Perrin, did you? No. <laughs> Everything in this no. house is bad. <laughs> yes, I learned absolutely okay. nothing from him. Uh, eight. Uh, eight. So you're able to pick up the chest. Um, <laughs> you pick up the chest, and. There's something inside of you that um, 
you feel a little angry and you can't, you don't know what that feeling is or um, where it's coming from. But that anger, as you're carrying it up the stairs, you start to feel, is that anger or is that, is that jealousy? Are you jealous? And um, that thought is kind of lingering in your mind. Mm. Okay, so you, you're just going to... What about the rest of the basement? Are you just going to put that upstairs or... Leave me alone, duo. Wait, I got to open this chest by myself. Wait, why? The, I, I try to open because it. Because it's mine. I found it. Well, yeah, it, it's yours because you live here too and, and stuff. But, but I don't know how to open it where the key is. Well, you're just going to mess things up anyway. Why would I mess things up? Because that's what you do. Oh, I, I think, you know, Duo kind of nods and looks at you. You know, I think in life I messed stuff up. In life I definitely did. But in death, I'm a, I'm a whole, new, whole new me in death. You know, I can't mess stuff up because I'm a ghost. And ghosts are infallible, so. I'm going to laugh and walk away with the chest. Okay. Cutting back to Celise. Can Celise see or hear any of this? Um, where, so are you... Where would you be? Um, she, I thought she was still kind of communing with the ring and was happy mm-hmm. that it would start to talk to her again. Did you want to, because um, I know that's where you were, but in that time that we spent, um, I know that you mentioned that you would want to hear some of what was going on in the basement. Do you want to be in the kitchen? Sure, if it means I'll be able to hear. Because I was thinking if she was like cutting back through the tavern, unless where Shaka is, is nowhere near where my little shop is there. Um, it's like by the kitchen. Yeah. They're by the kitchen and the tavern is on the other end of the, okay, then I'll be in the kitchen. Okay. So I can um, say that you maybe are, you are making breakfast. Sure. So as you are making breakfast, you see Shaka emerge from the stairs carrying a small box. Mm-hmm. What you got there? Nothing. There's a box in your hand. It's just a box. Don't, don't worry about it. Celise. All right. Hold on. Are you trying to sass me? I'm not sassing you. <laughs> Chuck is not laughing. I yeah. sure am. Sure, sure yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, sassing me? Uh, Are you still holding the box? Yes. Roll me another constitution. Okay. Yeah, because... So, so, I'm, so I'm still holding it because the jealousy is like making me... Mm-hmm. actually hold it a little closer mm-hmm. because I feel like people want to take it from me. That is a 13. 13. So as um, your jealousy is starting to, um, I won't say that it's growing. It is um, like leveling out with the 13. But it's still. But it's still persistent. And and you hear a voice that says, well, I'll never be a fighter like Celise. I'll never have what Celise has. All I have is this box. That's all I have about me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me have this one thing, Celise. This one thing that y'all don't ask me about, please. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, good morning to you too. And <laughs> Duo is coming up from the stairs carrying what looks like just dirty blankets because Duo's trying to clean the, the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Shaka, he, uh, he's having the glumps this morning. So just don't don't mind his guamps. He's just like upset. Maybe you should eat, Shaka. Have you tried eating? Uh, no, I'm not hungry. 
All right. I just want to go to my room. All right, hold on. This is not like having a tantrum. (laughs) I just want to go to my room. (laughs) So Salisa's like, okay, this is not normal at all. Um, This is not like you. You always have something to say about me, Salise. Just let me go to my room by myself with my box. I want to play with it. What did you do in your own time as your business? <laughs> wow, I'm just now realizing. <laughs> it's cool. It's rolling on. <laughs> I, Look, I, I was just asking. I was wood for um, two weeks. Again, what you do in your own time. So, you know. I just asked you what you had. I don't. I'm good morning to you, too. Because she's like really perplexed, like, hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at this point, I'm trying to maneuver past them and okay. get to the oh, stairs. Oh, no, we're not. To go we're upstairs. Because she knows something's not right. Okay. Um, so roll me a contested strength roll. Oh, no. <laughs> we smash her Sharif up and Oh, ground. wow. Oh, geez. Who's the evil one around here? Holy crap. <laughs> uh, Three. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, cool, you can cool, do it. Cool. No. You can do it. Get a two. Get a two. No. <laughs> uh, I have a ten. Sure. Okay. All right. So, um, in order to block his path, what do you um, envision? Are you doing? Are you curious about the box? Do you want to take the box, or are you just trying to just stop uh, Shaka? I'm trying to stop him, but I'm kind of like peeping at the box because I'm like, this just seems weird because I noticed like how he's like mine. Like mm-hmm. he's very like precious. Yeah. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I forget. Is Shaka taller than me or no? Because I'm like 5'10". I think I'm a little taller. I think he's, yeah, a tiny, a touch yeah. taller. But I'm stronger. So yeah. I like, yeah. I basically just kind of like casually lean in a way where you can't get past me. Like, look, I just asked you what you had there. Why are you acting like this? Acting like what? You're being an asshole. Why do y'all always think something's wrong with me? I get one thing, and y'all all want to take it from me. I don't want to take it from you. I just asked you what it was. Okay, I'm going to turn around and look for another way to go. Okay, so you, um, you're in the doorway of the, the pantry room, because like, they caught you right in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. So you notice there is a back door. Okay, I'm going to head toward the back door. Okay. Quickly or? Uh, I'm not running, but I'm like, you know, I just kind of like turn around and just go straight for it. It's brisk, kinda, baby. Kind of like a fast walk. Okay. okay. Can I be a total jackass and use Misty Step to get in his way? Oh, no. Uh, Spellcasting yes. in the kitchen. And then, yes. Because mm-hmm. I basically Misty Step and be at the door before him. So as you're like, I need to get out. I just, I just need this time for myself. You see the door, you race to the door, and all of a sudden, pop Celise in front of you, blocking your path. And I'm actually going to jump to Cicero. Oh. Who's who's Cicero? I mean, to Perrin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jump to me, too. Yeah. Jump to to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, during um, this time, um, where would you be in the house? Would you still be so, on the roof? Or? No. So uh, I think after the conversation mm-hmm. with Leaf, um, I, th- I think that both Leaf and, and Perrin decide that the time has come to come down. Mm-hmm. And so Perrin's coming down, and it, I guess it is like eating time. So he is making his way down towards the kitchen area. Yeah. Um, to to get something, you know, get something to eat. 
Mm-hmm. Um, As you're walking down, it's um, since you're on the roof, it um, it takes you kind of like a long time to get through all of the stairs. Um, but like as you get further in the house, like Leaf is um, walking with you and you can hear his footsteps and then his footsteps fade. And you know that as you go into the kitchen, you'd be appearing in the kitchen alone. Right. So, uh, oh, hmm, there's usually, I, be, I believe 30D would be here to make something to eat, but there's, there seems to be no one around. Well, I guess Perrin is not one for manual labor, but Perrin is one for cooking machinations so <laughs> I guess I guess it is time to perform some uh, delicacies I guess <laughs> as it were so you with this this attitude of I'm going to make the most marvelous meal for myself exactly you walk into the kitchen and you see a chaos mess of Celise blocking the door from Shaka Shaka um, frustratedly gripping this chest and muttering to himself about how it's his and how he needs to go. What? What is happening here? What? What is going I on? I just asked him what he had, and he decided that I was trying to take his box, and I always have things to say to him. I'm very confused. Something's not right here. Uh, of, of course parents here. Of course. He wants it too. Uh, Perrin just got here. And the voice in your head says, Perrin gets all of the attention, doesn't he? Everyone loves Perrin. Perrin gets all the attention, doesn't he? <laughs> you don't have to repeat it. Was, no, I told her, Shaka was totally repeating it. You're repeating it? Yeah, I'm repeating it. Everybody loves Perrin. Um, so quick out of character question. Yes. If I want to do something to Shaka, would, it, would I have to do initiative or could I just try to take an action when it's my turn? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. what do you, are you trying to do? Um, well, since I normally get two attacks, I wanted to do a combo of whole person and command. Okay. Um, I will let you do as this conversation is happening. I'll let you do one of those actions. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, and he's able to resist. Okay. So if I do, um, command, he has to say, make a wisdom saving throw 15. Okay. Okay. Um, because you are currently enchanted though, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say that you have a modifier of five to your roll. Okay. To resist plus or minus. Plus. Oh, yeah. So oh, wow. it's plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's magic against magic right now. Mm-hmm. I pass. 19. Oh, I didn't even roll yet. Well, yeah, well, you wouldn't roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Beats, that so, totally beats uh, whatever command I was going to give you. Yeah. But as you concentrate to do command, you feel, what was your, um, without the modifier, what 14. was it? 14. So you feel a, um, a ref- like a reflection back, like, like almost like you touched a hot stove and like the recoilness, like you felt like my spell would have worked, but there's something wrong here. It's the box. Well, uh, Perrin Underbill, of course, gets all of the attention because... He is a performer unrivaled. Not helping. Shaka. <laughs> what is the problem? You. Well. Um, everyone roll me a perception. Including me? Mm-hmm. Oof. 
That's a good oof. Twenty. Twelve. Twelve, twenty. Shaka? Fifteen. Fifteen. So, Celise, as this is going on, you hear um, a small voice upstairs. It sounds like Ophelia. And um, you hear, like, the, the running of, um, of footsteps. So. I think pitter-patter is the appropriate Pitter, The pitter-patter pitter of Ophelia's <laughs> feet. Yeah, yeah the pitter-patter. <laughs> like, yeah. like a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like those big, heavy uh, But you hear, like, <laughs> definite, a definite commotion. And you know, um, all of you would know that she had has been, you know, trying to retrieve her memory back. And so um, hanging out a lot in the library. So the fact that you hear, like, her... Um, from all the way up there, and then you hear like a, a running, like running toward us. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna give you all one more action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I. Well, who who would go first? I guess is there an order? There's not an order. Popcorn. So if you go, then you can maybe pick the next person to go. Okay. Oh. So I hear Celise say it's the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, how heavy would you say this box is? The box is about, uh, let's say 20 pounds. So it's, it's, is that a lot? So 15 pounds. Oh man. So oh, it's, too much. it's small, okay. but it's like weighty. Okay. Cool. I mm. was, uh, going to use my mage hand, but it only supports 10 pounds. So oh, oh. Um, okay. Um, you mean you could throw it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I'm not throwing it. This is this is my baby. Yeah. Um, you want me to throw my baby? Not me. No. Um, no. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'm just going to. Um, well, if she's in front of this door, this is going to be like in baseball when they're just throwing it between each other. I'm heading toward the other door now. <laughs> Plus, Perrin behind you. Yeah, but Perrin. Yeah. Perrin's oh, Perrin's wow. Perrin. I, I can like step over Perrin. Wow. How would, uh, so I want toward. you to roll for that. Do you have anything that would help um, to, 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 to get away to run? Um. Because I feel like you can't run through the back door. You can't run back downstairs. Um, perhaps you can run past Perrin or um, through to the other parts of the house. Because I feel like the kitchen is like, it is not a, a small door for the kitchen. It's like a larger space. So you can essentially run. Okay. I don't have anything that can help uh, running, but I can cast Thaumaturgy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, what does that do? So I can increase the volume of my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my I, I can cause flames to flicker. Uh, I can cause harmless tremors in the ground. Or I can create a sound which originates anywhere within range. So that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to distract Baron by like making a very large booming sound that's like kind of to the back inside of him that, that mm-hmm. would make him look toward and like possibly go toward that, that direction as well okay so i can go right past him um with that because you don't have to roll anything for the spell right no. um i'm gonna have you though roll a deception okay to see if it tricks Perrin. okay is it a contested deception roll? yeah seven i know i, I thought it was a one two <laughs> uh yeah you ain't you ain't deceiving me bruh <laughs> uh, i have a 15 uh 22. Ooh. Okay. So, um, I don't be deceiving. No, you don't be deceiving. Um, (laughs) You make this sound and you can tell that he is, um, unfazed 
by um, the the sound at all. Uh, Perrin, what do you do? This uh, so Perrin Perrin looks at Shaka. He hears the sound. His his eyebrows raise. He looks back up at Shaka, and he says. <laughs> Shaka, please understand that I am not here for your puerile undulations. I'm using that word again. He just said it was good. <laughs> yes. good well, that is that. That was <laughs> that was a good. Use. That was a good. That was a good use of okay. it. Yeah. Um, why would you even try that on me? I have to try something. All y'all want to do is make my life miserable. One thing that I want to be happy with. One thing. Just can I go to my room, please? I don't want to have to move you. <laughs> you, you can't move me. I'm Perinunderbill. I move when I want to. All right, so... I think at this point, Shaka is very upset. Mm-hmm. And he goes and sits at the table. Yeah. And just kind of cl- like, kind of like c- collapsing the... on the, well, not collapsing, but like clutching the box and just like is fuming. Okay. Uh, Sleese, what are you doing? Um, since Shaka moved away from me, yeah. I'm going to try command again. Does he still have a plus five? Because mm-hmm, of the box. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Oh, 10. oh, that did not make it, sir. It. Ten. So, um, what do you? What does your spell look like? So I walk over and just gently touch him on on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Release. Mm-hmm. So he has to let go of the box. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you feel um, this. Um, it almost feels like a tug of war, like a tension yeah. headache, and you are compelled to just just drop your arms. Yeah. Um, are you, but you're sitting, right? Yeah. So you, as you release, you, um, the box falls into your lap and topples onto the floor. Okay. Um, and as soon as it hits the floor, Ophelia, who had been running <laughs> down the stairs, <laughs> okay. bursts into the kitchen and says, I figured something out. I, what is happening Hold here? Do, do I still feel the same levels of... Um, stuff because if I do, I'm diving on this box. You roll me another constitution. Okay. Uh, that's a 15, so yeah, so that passes. Yeah, um, you feel um, as soon as the box leaves your arms, it it feels like you are hit with a wave of relief. Oh, wait, hold on. No, so, sorry, that's a 12. That's a constitution save. I was thinking of the wisdom thing. Oh, no, that's okay. a 12. Yeah, sorry. Um, but because you're not touching the box, okay. I'm going to say that it's still... F- you feel released okay, from all right, the, all right. the enchantment. Right. Um, and so, yeah, Ophelia bursts into the room, stares at everyone, and goes, what is happening right now? Stay there. Okay. That box. <gasps> this box. Don't touch it. No, I know what it is. What is it? So, um, I was cross-referencing parts of my journal to the book that Perrin let me borrow, the um, Time and Life of Edwin Clark. Yes. Right? So 
Edwin was one of the people who he traveled to the celestial realm. He was one of the first people and he stole four items. And his whole dream for himself was to go to both the celestial and to Avernus. He succeeded, but these items that he found, they're relics. They, they have this, this, this power of corruption in them because he brought them, these pure celestial items, he brought them to Avernus. And, and they're hidden in this house, and I think, I think that might be one of them. If, if um, I, I think, I, I'm, I'm fuzzy on this part, um, but I think if we destroy these four relics, it might sever the link between this house and Avernus. Um... I, I read a book, um, I cross-referenced it, with it, it's called uh, Cinder Shard, and it has a mention of this corruption and, um, and how objects can be turned so vile or evil or even activated once they touch Avernus. And this box, this box might be something very bad. Oh, it's bad. I've I've moved away from the box at this point, by the way. Um, so, as long as you're not in physical contact with the box, it won't corrupt you. Or is it proximity to the box? I I don't know. Um, from my understanding, um, the relics as they exist, some of them are physical items, but some of them are more are corrupted beyond physical. Mm-hmm. As I, um, if, if I'm understanding it correctly, some might have the power to transport you or anyone and you have to complete a task, perhaps. But um, this, I don't know if we burn it or break it or I don't know. I'm going know. to smite it. You're going to smite that? Okay. You said it was an Avernus. It, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go try to find like a I'm guessing a dish towel would be enough for me to touch it and not have physical. Um, or would that still be too? So what is the action you want to do? Uh, the <laughs> action I would like to do is do a um, thunderous smite on it. Okay. But I don't want to use thunder inside. And lightning. Yeah. Yep. yeah, don't Duo destroy would the kitchen. Duo would be very upset. <laughs> Duo would be very mad. Breakfast is going to be ruined. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so you want to... Do you want to try to move it outside first, or do you want to try to do it in here in the dining room now? Mm, let's take it outside so I don't set everything on fire. Okay. So how would you um, all like to move this box? Is there anybody else that has Mage Hand? Do you guys have Mage Hand? No. Oh, man, uh, because if we use two of them, we could carry it. Um let me go. Karen has an unseen servant, but he but he can unseen servant grab twenty pounds or, or, 50, or, or, or fifteen pounds. Does not say how much weight. Let's see. As I look on D and D Beyond. Oh wait, hold on! I forgot one of my new spells. I have levitate. Ooh! One creature or loose object of your choice that you can see rises. Rises, oh wait, but it just rises. I'd still have to move it. Mm. Mm. So if Unseen Servant can pick it up, that would be the perfect solution. Yes. Uh, it does not say in D&D Beyond that you can have two if you use the code <laughs> RIVALS19. Yeah. Except for bundles. 
um, it does not say how much weight unseen servant. So what if, um, just if if this is what you guys want to do, if you levitated it, could unseen servant push Push it? it. Yes. I I think so. Yes. I I think that's the plan. Cool. We'll we'll, uh, do some cooperation. Okay. Unseen (laughs) servant. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to levitate it. It's a cantrip. Uh, Mm I was about to say Leviosa, but because we are not uh, uh, in that universe uh, and I don't have a wand, um, mm-hmm. I just, uh, how would I cast this? Um, I just kind of, I just look at it and like, I, I, I say, arise. Yes. Go up. From your grave. And yeah, um, as yeah. you <laughs> yeah. say I, I, Actually, that's good. Wise from your grave. Rise from your <laughs> grave. And yeah. as you gesture with your hands and concentrate, it does, it shakes, and then it st- starts floating up to probably like chest level, mm-hmm. you would say? Yeah, like like the height of Unseen Servant, which I imagine mm-hmm. is like yeah. not that much taller than you. Well, no, I think Unseen you Servant think is, taller? yeah, oh, Unseen oh, Servant oh, okay. is like a human Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what Perrin would use them yeah. for is like grabbing pots and pans. That's a good point. That, yeah. It's like yeah. having a uh, tall yeah, spouse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get that box of cereal <laughs> on top of the fridge. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say that Unseen Servant, who, um, yeah, just pushes yes. the box. So pushing this box outside. And navigating it, um, you set it in the grass, on the grass, in the backyard. Salise, you ready your um, your smite. Did you want to do a thunderous smite or a regular smite? A thunderous smite. Cool. Go ahead and roll for me. Um, so is it just my regular damage, my regular attack roll? Yeah. Um, that is a 19. I hope a 19 hits a box. Yep, it sure does. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could be a tough box. box. Uh, you box. never know. Magical box. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so 11. You know we've been together such a long, long uh, 15, time. 15, and it, um, well, I don't time. know if it counts because it's not really a creature. Mm-hmm. But it's also not supposed to be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone, but it's a box. Okay. But that is 15 well, points of damage on the. So as the um, open wide. So you, what does your thunderous might look like? Um, imagine almost like a Shirok kind of moment. Great, yes. Where, like she holds her sword up, uh-huh. and just it gets dark around her, and just Ooh. lightning just comes down and hits the blade of the sword perfectly. Oh, nice. Before she just like. Goes in for the for like just the hard hit. That's yes. pretty cool. So like as you um, the lightning fills your sword, you throw it at the box. The box hit with the lightning, cracks, and um, you hear a a slow like a, a rumbling from the box. And I'm gonna need everyone to roll me an initiative. Ooh, dang nabbit! <laughs> the box is knocked prone. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what is my I always forget what my modifier All right, is. I have 11 as well, and I have a 3 plus 3 dexterity. Uh, yeah, I go first. Okay. So it's um, I've got a 22. So well, yeah, I go before Shaka. Lisa's Shaka. on the ball. Okay. I have a high. So plus. as this um, box um, is knocked in um, from it, you see a wispy, oh, a 
dark green smoke, almost like tendril-like, start creeping out of the box, and it um, cracks entirely, and a large, looks like a, um, a like a rose monster is in the plant, or it's um, coming out of the box, so it's starting to take its um, leafed arm oh. and its leafed arm, and it's raising up, and it oh. looks like... Um, so it's a rose monster, but it has um, the like a Venus flytrap vibe to it. So okay. like the so like the petals are like a mouth. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. nice. Oh dear. Nice. Mm. Oh, this is like the inscription on the right. front. Now this is like the inscription on the front. Uh huh. Yep, now sure. uh, shock of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have a question about these leafy arms. Mm-hmm. Are the leafy arms like, uh, oh, I don't know what group that is, but is it like every rose? Do those leafy arms have thorns? Every rose has its thorns. Uh, yeah. Uh, and sings a sad, sad song. So, yeah. yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It actually screeches. It's like, it's almost uh, like the sound of the grow. Like, uh, it's just like, Rah! As it's just like, oh, I love that that chest. sound is returned. Yes. Yeah, if, if any um, chance I get, that's yes. a great sound. <laughs> to make a raptor sound. It's a great sound. I'm gonna take it. Uh, so, Celise, you're the first person um, who gets this, the jump on. Ooh, I didn't actually roll for them. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, what do you do? Um, she's like, damn it. I didn't even have breakfast yet. <laughs> I know it's so early. I got that <laughs> coffee. Um, so she's just gonna, she's already got Thunder Smite out there. She's just gonna do her two attacks and go for it. Cool. Um, dice, please don't fail me. People stop texting me. I'm in combat. (laughs) Um, so that is a 20 and 24. Both hit. Right. It's that Geico commercial. The spy on the rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> His mom calls him while he's fighting. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so first damage is 10, 13, uh, sorry, 17 on the first damage. Okay. Um, 12, 6, 18 on the other damage. 18. Okay, perfect. So um, what does your damage look like as it attacks the rose monster? <laughs> um, so for so like as the lightning kind of hits it mm-hmm. along with her strikes, it singes petals and they start, not the main part of it. Right. But like the you see scorch marks along the little leafy arms. Mm-hmm. And it almost like, like, almost like it got burned. It's like, ah. Kind of like... Um, it just reminded me of Pokemon a little bit, like right when like all the sword. Yeah. <laughs> so if if I had like Pikachu in my pocket, yes. So it's like, but it's singed and there's like parts mm-hmm. smoking because it was just like all the parts that are more leaf than mm-hmm. part of this creature just like singed off and now it's kind of smoky. Yes. Okay. And it um it thrashes around um haphazardly and um knocks the rest of the um the chest to the side as it's still emerging uh Perrin yes um Perrin looks at this rose monster and he says you knew that 
A rose is supposed to smell, well, nice, but you smell perfectly unpleasant. And he casts Ray of Sickness Mm. um, upon it and uh, take this poison and enjoy. Uh, and the rose monster now has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. And um, of... 16. Okay. They failed. So, uh, the rose then takes... Uh, oh, wait a minute. What did I cast this at? It is... Twelve, sixteen, twenty-four points. Jeez, Louise! Of damage. Nice. So, so between like thirty-four and twenty-five. Yeah, oh. so far, go. Sorry, Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> There's no apologies here. Um, <laughs> as you, so what does the ray of sickness look like? It is um, a greenish poison mm-hmm. uh, that that actually. Shoots from, from, so like Perrin, he comes from like his side. I'm sorry, but it's a poison. Yeah, it's a green poison. So does it afflict poison damage? Uh, It does afflict poison damage. This person is, um, has a resistance to poison. Resistance to poison, so half damage. It's half, yeah. So So 12. 12 damage, yes. Use poison. It was not super effective. No. <laughs> but still, what does it look like? So, so yeah. So Perrin takes. He comes from like the side of his hips, with his mm-hmm. fingers, and with his fingers extended, green, the sickly green energy, comes out of his fingers and just shoots out at his fingers mm-hmm. at the rose monster. Nice, and it um, recoils, and um, some of its petals um, again begin to um, shrivel and fall off of its body. Uh, Shaka, what do you mm. do? Uh, first, I'm really uh, amazed by what they <laughs> like, do. Oh my I'm, gosh. I'm like, do I really think they're powerful? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I I'm gonna cast a wall of light. Mm. Um, and I guess I'll describe it if it works. So, uh, you have to make a con con save of 16. Con save of 16. Uh, a fail. Okay. So, um, I create a shimmering wall of bright light, um, and I can create it anywhere I want. So I'm going to create it right, um, directly in front of the creature. Mm Um, on a failed save, the creature takes 4d8 radiant damage and is blinded for one minute. 4d8 radiant damage. Yes. Okay. So I'll, uh, I'm just going to roll this twice, but yeah, I'll take one of those. And it's blinded? Just so I can hear blinded it. Blinded by yeah. the light. Yeah. I'm going to say it doesn't really have eyes. Okay. All right. So it's not blinded, but it it it's like... But it's just, yeah. It's just feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we got 15, 19, 23. 23. Okay. Yes. It is looking pretty worse for wear. Um, That's right. It's not even going to get an attack. Yeah. So it um, 
it is hit with that radiant damage. It's still smoldering from lightning damage. It's still shriveling under um, sickness, and it raises its two gnashing um, arms and moves to the closest one, Solis. That's a good I see. Um, does a 19 hit? No, it does not. Okay. Um, it takes its gnashing, gnawing hand, and it throws it at you, and it just misses it. Like, um, like I feel the whiff. You feel the whiff, and it goes into the ground um, under you, because since um, you notice that it doesn't have eyes, it's sort of going off of like a, another type of sense. Um, and it takes its other arm and goes for, who is on that side? Probably. I mean, I'm still the closest. Right. But I'm thinking like if it's there, if it's one arm, if there's Uh, someone on this side, I think it might be Perrin. Sure. So it, um, reaches its other arm out. Gosh. Does a 10 hit you? (laughs) It does not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, the ten hit you. You should have been dead. By yeah. Now. Yeah. I was like, I hope Duo's not annoyed. Right, right. yeah. So it's we killed him once. It's completely disoriented. It throws its other arm um, to your side and just gets the dirt next to you. Um, I also rolled for Duo and Ophelia, who uh, are seeing this scene. Duo, who does not want this thing uh, mucking up his scare BNB. He's so worried about his rating score right now. <laughs> he <laughs> is um, running and um, uh, towards the plant monster carrying a small torch. Whoa. He wants to light it on fire. Whoa. He's going to burn down gonna... the scare BNB. Well, he's trying to burn down the plant. Right. Uh, this is duo we're talking <laughs> here. The worst accidents happen at home. Oh my gosh, Duo. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Duo rolled a... God, I don't even know what a modifier to add for this. I would say he rolled a 15. Okay. So uh, which isn't too bad yeah, for Duo. It's pretty bad. good. Yeah. Um, so he runs, sprints towards this plant monster and looks at it and just Dabs this torch right into like the um, side root area mm-hmm. of the the monster, and it um, begins to just light it on fire mm-hmm. and causes four d six damage because Ooh. I doubled it. It is um, a weakness. Oh, fire. Oh, yeah. Fire. Mm-hmm. Wow. Of course Duo knew that. Yeah. Well, Duo just wanted to burn something. Oh, no. He's, yeah. he's, Duo's a master, master strategist. Yeah. <laughs> he totally knew um, that. <laughs> and uh, that is Duo's turn. Um, Ophelia, sensing that um, Duo was onto something, also um, does not get close, is a very far away fighter, um, but she takes her... She loads an arrow. Yeah, let's say that. One second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let me just pull her character sheet up real quick. Because she yeah. has one of those. Bop, bop, bop. One yeah, second. She took, like she took one of Ashborn's. Uh, I mean, she Ashbourne's truly little, might have just Ashbourne's grabbed. Ashborn's longbow. Yeah. Just the, stole the it. The nearest longbow. The nearest... <laughs> 
uh, way she can launch something, lights it on fire, and uh, tosses it or shoots it. You don't toss an arrow. That's not how you shoot an arrow. I mean, but knock knock does. I mean, knock knock yeah. does. Yes. Um, and hits hits for um, she rolled a nineteen. Ooh. And hits for six damage. So she readies her arrow. Um, she's sort of remembering how to shoot it as she's doing it. It's all instinct for her. She aims and shoots one of the um, the the hands of the the monster, uh, and it recoils in pain for eight damage. Oh my god! And it is like. It looks like, you know, in Knockout, the game when things are kind of right. like yeah. swaying. Uh, that's what it's doing right now. Solis, it is your turn. Oh, my God. Please let me finish this thing off. I'm still, I've still got, this will be the last time I can smite, though. Okay. Um, so a 15 and a 20. The 20 hits. Oh, the 15 doesn't the hit The 15 it? hits, too. Yeah, because I, I think that's what it was last time. So first damage. Yes, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, a 15 doesn't hit this almost. It does, it does. Um, so five, seven, eight, and then the next damage is nine, five, 14. 14 damage? So 22 total. 22 total. As um, your smite, um, which go ahead and describe what your smite looks like. Is it the same thunderous smite from before? Oh, it's more because now she's just annoyed. She hasn't had breakfast. Yes. She had to fight a plant first thing in the morning. <laughs> so I want to say that not only are you giving like Shira vibes, you're also giving like storm vibes right yes. now. So your eyes turn bright white oh. as your body is imbued with this lightning damage. Yes. And you run and do one of those. Um, like giant. Yeah, arcing. like those arcing slashes. You slam down on this. Um, um, the plant monster the, through the rose and the fire and the lightning intermingle and it just splits in half. Oh, wow. It's like Thor. Yeah. It's like when Thor had enough on yeah. the Rainbow Bridge. Yes. yes. You want me to put the hammer down? <laughs> <laughs> and um, as it splits in half, um, it's like shrieking, high-pitched, howling cries from its um, gnawing mouth fills the air and from the center point of it, you see a small, um, it looks like a, um, a hand mirror, like um, kind of a shining hand mirror glittering that now rests onto the carcass of the plant. I'm shattering that mirror. Nothing good can come of it. Yeah. Shout out I'm to just, carcass. Yeah. <laughs> you use that word, right? <laughs> so I'm, I just like... He'll stomp. It's just like, no, not today, Satan. Okay. So I'm going to say that you were um, in your follow through. You just, yeah, you just heel stomped it. And um, the it's um, another like sh the sh like a shaking starts to happen and you feel the ground kind of shift beneath your feet. And as you all look to the house, you um, it it almost looks like it. Um, a ripple of light goes through the house. Like, um, I don't know how to describe this right, but you see the house and it's like a spotlight almost is okay. shined across the house. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it, it goes dim. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like a light from like the heavens kind of from, from above or like, 
horizontal. This light so would be it looks from like below. the house itself like oh, emitted its own light. Okay, all right. And the the um the light ripples through. Okay. Yes. No, I was I was thinking because these were originally like celestial mm-hmm. items that there was like a light. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yeah. So um, everything feels very still and quiet for a moment as uh, the the withering plant it it starts to almost turn back into mulch um it it starts to very similar to when it was hit with the ray of sickness it um is shriveling and turning into this mud and the box that held it itself is now just splintered pieces of wood ophelia um, from the house because she did definitely did not want to get close to any of this mess. Um, runs up to Celise, looks at her and says, "I think, I think you got one." End of adventure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Sweet. Yes. <sighs> that was a lot. Damn, damn hand mirrors. Yes. Hand mirrors because oh. it was jealousy. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anyone that carries a hammer is jealous, is what you're saying? I mean, enchanted ones. Mm-hmm. Anyone that uses a mirror is jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was cool. That was, that was cool. And I, I like, um, I feel like I haven't had a lot of chances to like play different emotions like that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. To be like a jealous, angry person. Salise is so going to give bit. you a talking to. <laughs> Duo's feelings are a little hurt. <laughs> a little. Duo. But he ran in there with that torch. I was, he did. He was just like, not today. <laughs> Duo, you, you, like, you believe you're dead, so you know how easy it is for you to die. That's so. that's why Duo's fearless right now. Yeah. He thinks that he's already died. So yeah. what is to be True. afraid of? True. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I guess uh, we we save time. Yes. yes. At the end of it. our adventure for questions as our characters. So if you're in the chat right now here on twitch.tv slash D&D, uh, just go ahead and put questions in the chat for any of the characters playing, including the NPCs. Hmm. Yeah. That was very fun. Yay, I'm so glad. <laughs> I got to smite something. You got to smite it like a lot. Well, a lot. Which is dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm very glad that we got this box outside. I can't yeah. imagine this plant uh, <laughs> ravaging through. Question for Shaka. Ravaging through. <laughs> uh, question for Shaka. Are you going to apologize to Duo? Um, oh, absolutely. For sure. Um, <laughs> because I can imagine that, you know, I would... When the spirit leaves me, I would have known what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew what I was doing. I just couldn't control it. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to apologize to Duo. That was straight from the box. That was not. Well, actually. Are you sure? I mean, we could play it, though, that it was more magnifying then, something that was already there. Yeah. I. Um, well, however you want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I actually think it's more interesting if it mm-hmm. does magnify. But I'm still going to apologize. So Yeah. Well, that's interesting. It's yeah. interesting thing about jealousy, right? Because everyone... No matter who you are, yeah, experiences jealousy to some degree. But what happens when that normal ping of, oh, I don't, oh, okay, is now magnified to 10? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to apologize, but like that doesn't mean that I've like completely cured of it, I guess. It's not there anymore. Right. Question for Perrin Hmm. How powerful do you think you are? Well, 
Who do you think you are? Perrin Underbow doesn't experience things like power. Perrin just does. And that's how powerful Perrin Underbow is. Tight, tight. <laughs> yeah. My third eye's open. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've been dropping these uh, somewhat profound. Yeah, yes. they're really yeah. profound. I'm like shaking to my core. Yeah. <laughs> profound utterances. Yes. Yeah, profound you, utterances. You were definitely like, I can't, well, I, don't, I might be able to say it, but you're like the. Uh, the magical uh, person <laughs> uh, color <laughs> that are in some oh movies that just exist just to say something. So, guys, so guys, I um, <laughs> say something for right. Goofy I mean, tangent. Just, uh, did you mean magical Negro trope? Yes. Ah! So, so, so yes. I, I just watched. Uh, I, I bought the uh, DC Universe. I, I got the DC Universe streaming app mm-hmm. and watched the unaired pilot for the Aquaman show from 2006 st- starring Justin Hartley who went on to become uh, uh, Green Arrow in Smallville mm-hmm. so in that tr- in the pilot um, Lou Diamond Phillips is his dad but Ving Rhames literally plays the magical Negro really? in the, on oh. the show he is he is oh, an no. Atlantean who has come to come to earth to watch over uh, AC Aquaman, yeah, and knows everything about everything, and knows how to kill the big bads. Cool. Wow. Yes, wow. he is liter- <laughs> literally the magical Negro. Uh, question for Salise. For Salise. Oh dear. How mad are you going to be with Shaka after that stunt? Mm. Oh, it's going to depend on A, if Shaka apologizes, because notice Shaka only mentioned apologizing to Duo. That's true. I did only mention mention that. And uh, if there's an apology and how there's an apology, although she does know it's the box, Mm -hmm. it was still like, what did I do to you? I just like showed up and asked you what you had. You were just like, yeah, exactly. You were, you, were, you were just like, hey, you know, like, get away from me. That's my, you're taking my bit. How yeah. dare you? Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking of it as being a bit of a tantrum. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. incredibly yeah, dangerous. It was, it was, I was I was channeling uh, young baby brother, 10 year old Sharif. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Are you a baby brother? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have an yeah, older brother. So, but yeah. but Salisa's anger, I think, will also ping a talking to you from her ring. Uh, <laughs> I, I can see mm-hmm, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although we should uh, keep an eye on time because High Rollers follows immediately after us. Yes. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fine. We, 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 I just wanted a meal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question for the group. In character, of course, mm-hmm. is anyone looking after Gary T with Rin oh. absent or did Rin take him? So I hope in, he took in my mind, uh, <laughs> Rin, that's why Rin decided to go with Robbie because he wanted to show Gary to the world because it was just outside of uh, Waterdeep, and I he was like, can show you <laughs> the world. This is definitely in character." Yeah, for, uh, but, he, 
because he's like taking on this like tiger mom type of like parental like structure so i'm like he wants his son to have a well-rounded education okay that's yeah nice gary chita gary chita is gonna be playing piano yeah playing piano piano or violin oh no it's me my life anyway we're gonna get a content strike on this episode well no they were different lyrics so so out of character slightly I was having great fun torturing the chat with what I was going to do to Gary too oh, no. oh. Oh, you all were wrapped up in what you're doing I was watching the chat Poor and people Gary. were like what about Gary too and I was like I'll take care of him and put a plate and a fork in no. <laughs> it's like but Duo can make you tacos and I was like frog tacos oh. <laughs> question oh, for Leaf Ren will not be happy Leaf what do you do for fun? Oh, yeah. Uh, I love uh, microbrewing, like making my oh. own beers. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, I nice. was, I, I, I'm writing this book, actually. Oh. Yeah, different hops, different uh, types ah. of herbs. I actually made a, uh, a watermelon beer. I know. Oh. Yeah, it's my favorite. Okay. Nice. He's just like, Relief is my ideal version of a dad. He is a dad Aww. that I want. Aww. <laughs> oh, Into so weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy Leaf. Oh, gosh. Daddy Leaf. All right. Oh, Lord. Cool, cool, cool. That's pretty fun. Um, so, Cardicus, hi. Nice to see you all, but we still have a few minutes, <laughs> and that's a little rude. So, we're glad to see yeah. you all. We hope High Rollers has a great show, but that's just a little rude. As we finish, well, up. welcome, welcome, well, high, welcome rollers. high rollers. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, high rollers. What, um, what was uh, Foxborn? So, doing yeah, um, this time? yes, so, the name. so Ch- I've been calling her Cash, yeah. Cash, yeah, Cash, because it's yeah, better Chash. for my uh, Foxborn oh, okay. or Cash, yeah, yeah, which, which yeah, either is fine. Um, so yeah, as you guys are doing stuff, she's also doing stuff, she's been trying to human so hard. Um, <laughs> so there was a tiny scene last episode where she was sitting at the table, um, yeah, trying to sit in, trying a, seat. To sit in a seat. <laughs> so that's all she's been doing while you guys are having this adventure. She's like, well, it's time to use this fork <laughs> <laughs> with her paws. Cause she doesn't have thumbs anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's sort of, um, conflicted internally with, um, both her Fox instinct and her, who she is. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool. So if ever you check in, she's going to be humaning. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> well, you, yeah. yeah I, I always forget to, I've been forgetting to ask, um, as Shaka what she's up to, but. Well, it's kind of fun with a rotating DM, um, to figure out what to do with your character when you're not with them. Right. right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm just having a blast. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you're doing a great job. So. Yeah. Uh, question for Ophelia. Do you think your life was before? Wait. What do you think oh. your life was before losing her memory at this moment? I I think that before I lost my memory, uh, I think that I was um, a scholar. Yeah. I think I, I stu- I mean, I know that I studied at Blackstaff Tower and I know that it was with Vodra um, the the items in my bag, though, they kind of um, bring me to pause. I don't know what type of um, person I was, and I hope I was a good person. I feel like I was, but but why this house? 
I, I still don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Ophelia came from the Eastern block of Blackstaff Tower. She did. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I want to... Well, Shaka and me. Mm -hmm. uh, Really curious to know, considering what our characters know about Vajra's uh, Mm -hmm. morally questionable line of wanting to defend Waterdeep, be really curious to see if uh, if if Ophelia is privy to that, given that she works with her. Just wait and see. Yeah, because like I can see Vodger like, hey, you, you you go to that house, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> just not giving her all the info. <laughs> sure. uh, gosh. Come back with a quick report. <laughs> um. All right. So let's close out and um do our exit and introduce mm-hmm. ourselves again, who we play, and where you can find us on the internet. Sure. Uh, so I'm Treep Jackson. I play Shaka, your tiefling warlock, no longer upset and jealous. Um, <laughs> you can find all my stuff at SharifJackson.com, S-H-A-R-E-E-F Jackson.com. There's a My Projects link on the top, and that will show you all the stuff that I am currently doing. And thank you to Cicero for doing a great job at, uh, thank you, at giving my stuff last time. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, try, I try hard. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, I'm trying to pass. I am your... Grumpy Paladin every week. Next thing you can see me at is BlurredCon in a couple weeks in D.C. I'm on a couple panels and I'll be running around. Um, then I'll be at Gen Con, the Smithsonian American Art Museum, giving a keynote packs. And I'll never be home again, basically. <laughs> you can find me online everywhere at CypherTier, C-Y-P-H-E-R-O-F-T-Y-R. Um, that's everywhere, Twitch, Twitter, all the places on the Internet. Mm. Oh, yeah, my turn. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, uh, hey, guys, I am Cicero Holmes. Uh, you can find me on the Internet uh, or, yeah, all your social media platforms, uh, either as Cicero Holmes or as Stubby Stan, uh, where you can find all the crazy things that I'm doing right now. I think that uh, if you check the Incomparable podcast by 5 by 5 uh, I'm all over there right now. Uh, so there's me uttering nonsense, <laughs> utter nonsense. Um, so uh, go ahead and check that stuff out. Uh, if you want to see me in person when I'm not walking around the Chicagoland area like a, like a buffoon, uh, I will be at Gen Con. Yay! I will be at my first Gen Con. So please see me, say hello, give me a hug or ask for a hug. <laughs> I'll usually grant it. So, uh, and I'm I'm a really good hugger, guys. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited and hope to see you guys in a month. <laughs> um, and I'm Serena Marie. I'm your DM for this season. For people just tuning in, we do rotating DMs, so that's the artwork. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Serena X Marie, or I will also be at Gen Con uh, doing a live show with uh, my other podcast the dungeon rats uh, we are still doing that live show i'm very excited uh yeah that's it you guys um so oh but, also i oh. guess we should before we leave yeah. uh there are two members that are not here yes um one is brandon stennis uh you can find him on twitter at i am brandon tv uh he does a lot of stuff so make sure you check his stuff out and the other person is Carlos Luna, mm-hmm. who is at Carlos Critz on Twitter. He is also on this channel on Wednesdays, uh, twitch.tv slash DD, playing Jace Bellerin Must Die, 
where he tries to kill Jace Bellerin, and they haven't succeeded yet. But Fine. but they're they're they yeah, yeah they're, they're doing trying. all right. They're yeah, they're, soon mm-hmm. he'll yeah. die probably. Yes. Uh, so uh, and you're right, Brandon is super sweet. Um, so yeah, so make sure you check him out at Carlos Crits and right here on Twitch.tv slash D and D on Wednesdays. Well, that's it for our show tonight or today. Okay, bye everyone. Enjoy high rollers. Bye. <laughs> bye.